Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 4, Yom Atzmut, as well as Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Azikaron. Section 8, Shehechianu and Hallel at night. According to the Gaon, Rav Meshulam Rath, since Yom Atzmut is a holiday commemorating the great salvation that Israel experienced on that day, it is appropriate to recite the Shehechianu blessing on that day, as we do on all of the holidays, including on Purim and on Hanukkah. He believes, however, that the obligation to say Shehechianu depends on one's joy. Therefore, one who is not particularly happy may recite the blessing, but is not obligated to do so, while one who is joyous about the establishment of the state is obligated to recite the Shehechianu blessing on Yom Atzmaut. Many others hold that one should not say Shechianu on Yom Azmut, because the sages instituted the recitation of this blessing only for the holidays on which one is forbidden to do work, like the three pilgrimage festivals and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. The Shechianu blessing that we do say on Hanukkah and Purim, holidays which do not entail a prohibition against work, pertain not to the holiday itself, but to the special mitzvahs that we perform on those days. For example, the Megillah reading on Purim and the candle lighting on Hanukkah. In this view, one does not recite Shechianu over the holiday itself unless it's a holiday in which one is forbidden to do work on that day. One who wants to be meticulous and satisfy all opinions should wear a brand new garment on Yom Ha'atzmut and recite the Shechianu blessing on it having in mind that the blessing relates to the holiday as well. If this person is the chazan, the prayer leader, it is best for him to say the blessing on the garment right before Hallel. This way, the listeners in the congregation can also discharge their obligation to say the Shechianu blessing. Some say that the salvation of Yom Atzmut is similar to the exodus from Egypt, thus requiring us to say Hallel at night. This was Rev Goran's custom, and some communities follow this practice. However, many authorities hold that the halacha of saying Hallel on the night of Pesach is unique, and we cannot deduce other holidays from it. The proof being that we say Hallel on the other holidays during the daytime only. Therefore, one should not say Hallel on the night of Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Indeed, not saying Hallel at night is the practice of, of most of Rev Svi Yehuda Cohen Cook's students. To summarize, according to Rev. Meshulam Rath and others, one should make a Shehechianu blessing on Yom Atzmut, just as we do during the other joyful Torah and Rabbinic holidays. If someone doesn't actually feel joy on Yom Atzmut, they still may recite such a blessing. If they do actually feel joy on Yom Atzmut, then they must make a Shehechianu blessing. However, Many disagree with Rev. Roth on this and argue that one should not make a Shechianu blessing on Yom Atzmaut. Those who wish to be meticulous and satisfy all opinions should wear a brand new garment on Yom Atzmaut, such that they are already required to say a Shechianu blessing. When they make that blessing, they will have in mind that they are blessing God both for the garment, but also for the great holiday that they are experiencing. One who does so should ideally do it in public so that others can say amen to their blessing and thus fulfill the blessing obligation as well. 
Rev Gorin compared Yom Atzmut to Pesach and concluded that we are required to say Hallel not just, not just during the day of Yom Atzmut, but also at night. This is a minority view, and by and large, one should not follow it. That is, one should not say Hallel on the night of Yom Atzmut. One reflection from me on the ambiguous ruling that the Panini Halacha here offers, and three from the footnotes. One diving deeper into the rationale behind the Shechianu debate, one mentioning a nice pun in this section, and another on how the Merkaz Harav Yeshiva dealt with the controversy about saying Hallel at night. First, one should note that the Panini Halacha doesn't actually give a clear ruling about saying Shechianu on Yom Atzmut. He cites the pro-Shechianu view and implies that it's the minority view, and he cites the anti-Shechianu view and implies that it's the majority, and he states that those who wish to be meticulous should adopt the brand new clothing tactic. Okay, but who's actually right, and what's the actual halacha? Usually the Panini halacha would explicitly tell us, as he in fact does down below in regard to not saying halal at night. My intuition here is that the Panini Halacha is actually very sympathetic to the pro-Shechianu camp, and he thinks that it's legitimate, and he wants it on the record, and he wants us to understand it. But at the same time, he does have to acknowledge that the majority is the majority, and the majority says no. So what's the Halacha? A careful reader will conclude that one should not say Shechianu, since that's the majority view, while still bearing in mind that maybe, just maybe, the pro-Shechianu camp is actually still correct. Second, in the footnotes, the Pnine Halacha shows how the debate over Shechianu and Yom Atzmut actually hinges on two questions. First, when we say Shechianu on Hanukkah and on Purim, do we say it to bless God for bringing us to those holidays or for bringing us to the, spe- to the special mitzvahs that are performed on those holidays? If the former, then we should likewise bless God for bringing us to the Yom Hatzmut holiday. If the latter, however, since there is no unique Yom Hatzmut mitzvah that would inspire such a blessing, therefore we do not make a Shechianu. Interestingly, the Mishnah Brura itself takes the first view, that the Hanukkah and Purim blessings are said on the day itself. Although the Mishnah Brura is writing decades before the establishment of the state, his words would imply that the Shechianu blessing is obligatory on Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Still, one might walk away from this question about Purim and Hanukkah unsure of whether to say the blessing. Maybe it is required, maybe it isn't required. This brings us to the second question upon which this debate hinges. How should one act if the halacha has a doubt about whether a Shechianu blessing is required? In general, there is a principle that suffix bracha lahakel, in a case of a doubtful bracha, be lenient, that is, do not make the blessing. However, when it comes to the special shechianu blessing, a number of achronim, including the Bach and the Chasm Sofer, believe that shechianu is actually an exception, that even in a case of doubtful obligation, one still can, or even must, make a shechianu. That said, the Beis Yosef and the great Rebbe Vaji Yosef do not consider Shechianu to be an exception to this rule. They conclude that since there is a doubt if it's obligated, we must be quote-unquote lenient, that is, we must tell people not to do it. In other words, whether we say Shechianu on Yom Atzmut hinges on A, can we take Purim and Hanukkah as a strong precedent? And B, 
even if Purim and Hanukkah are only a shaky, doubtful precedent, is a shaky, doubtful precedent actually enough when it comes to saying Shechianu? Third, I literally laughed out loud in one moment while I was studying this section. In the footnotes about saying Hallel at night, the Pnei documents the many authorities who disagreed with Rav Gorin and said that one should not. One such source is the volume Shachar Ahalileka by Rav Ariel Edri. Shachar Ahalileka means morning time, I will praise you. Although this volume covers many topics about Yom Atzmut, that's a pretty amazing title for a source that will argue that Hallel, praise, should only happen at the morning and not at night. Shachar Ahalileka. Fourth, although Rev Gorin was the lone voice advocating for Hallel at night, he was the chief rabbi of the state of Israel when he publicized his view. And in general, how was the religious Zionist community supposed to decide what to do? As described in previous sections, Yeshivat Merkaz Harav, under the guidance of Harav Svi Yehuda Kuk, had a tendency to follow the official edicts of the chief rabbinate on such matters. On the other hand, saying hollow at night seemed like a pretty minority view and new practice. What were they to do? The Pnei Halach reports that Rav Svi Yehuda Kuk instructed Yeshivat Merkaz Harav to recite Halal at night, in accordance with Rav Gorin's ruling, even though Rav Svi Yehuda himself seemed to personally disagree. The chief rabbinate wins out. But later on, when Rav Avram Shapiro became chief rabbi, and when he also became Rosh Yeshiva of Merkaz Harav, the yeshiva stopped saying Halal at night. They could maintain the practice so long as it had the official imprimatur of the chief rabbinate and of the Rosh Yeshiva who had originally said to follow it. But with their passing, the yeshiva returned to what appears to be the more reasonable and certainly more popular view. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.